News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. After the budget announcement, for many Irish families, the issue of money has become a very big topic to discuss at home over the dinner table. But how do you explain the concept of money to children so they might make wise financial choices later on in life? Santos O'Garro, who's a life coach, entrepreneur, and social media money mentor, joins us now. Good morning to you, Santos. We're kind of a bit funny about talking about money and perhaps, in fact, I don't know, secretive about it in, in, in some ways. Does that make it more difficult or whatever to talk to our kids about it? Yes, it really is. And it just continues the fact that money is the least spoken about topic. Although we're talking about it a lot now, in general, we don't talk about money and there seems to be some taboo around it. Yeah. And it just mystifies it and carries it on for generations for some reason because, I don't know, it's almost like we want to protect our children's innocence by yes. not talking about money. But it's kind of a life skill, isn't it, to be able to manage your money? And many of us, myself included, can struggle with it at times. Um, what are the kinds of issues that you should talk to your, your kids about? Is it to do with savings, spending, yes, or earning money even? How, how, what, what should we be saying to them? Well, personally... I really think that you should talk about, you talk to kids about money as much as you feel comfortable Um, because you don't want them to grow up feeling like, you know, it's a shadow around it. So, for example, you know, there's nothing wrong, like we all did, there's nothing wrong with getting pocket money. Yeah. But uh, there's also nothing wrong with getting extra money for doing a great job or, you know, that incentivizes kids to want to work or do, you know, earn a living and they understand. And as well as that, it's okay to say no. I know for my son, I often say, look, I know you want a scooter, well, let's start saving for it. And he's six, so he understands now. My dad said to him, you know, do do you want a new coat? Do you want something? And he's like, no, I'd like money to put in my jar. So I could okay. get my scooter. That's a really good idea because what, I, I was thinking of them saving in general, like putting money away for a rainy yeah. day, but that's probably harder for a small kid to understand. So saving towards something that they want. And that, if you get a see-through, yeah. yeah, and a see-through jar kind of that they can see the money building up so they understand, especially at that young age, they don't really understand, um, you know, the, the bank or, you know, they don't really, they just think the money's going away. But if you show them physically, look, there's the money building up and yeah. this is what we're going to get. That's kind of the first step. And okay. then you'd go, now we'll put it in the bank okay. because you're loaded. That you makes, know? makes a lot of sense. And, and and what you mentioned money for a good a job well done kind of thing. Um, earning money, and I do this with my own kids if I have things I need doing. Sometimes I will neg- I will negotiate <laughs> a rate with them for them to do it. Is that a reasonable thing for parents to, to do with their kids? I think it is to a certain point. There's certain things that kids should help you with anyway. True. You know, and that's just, they just should help around the house. But there's other things that you definitely should. And, you know, they understand the value of, of, of working and getting money. And then if they buy something, they're more likely to look after it because they feel, you know, they've worked for it. Yeah. They've put in the graph to get it. Uh, general pocket money so say money that you're not giving them to to them that they haven't they haven't wangled out of you for doing something <laughs> like is, is that a good idea because it teaches them to budget so you you know you have a fiver for a week therefore you can either splurge it all on one thing or you can eke it out over a few days things like that are they important lessons 
I think it's important, but as well as that, you can't keep topping it up. If you have the fiber and it's gone, it's gone. So they understand, you know. Okay. Um, I know that. So if they, if they come back to you and they've spent the fiver and you give them another fiver, well, then you're not really teaching them it's, a good you're lesson. You're not teaching them okay. anything. And, and as well as that, life won't just give them another fiver when when it runs out, as we well know. You know, so you're, you're starting off yeah. down the wrong foot. And that was Santos O'Gara there. Uh, let us know, how do you treat this with your own children? Do you, I don't know, do you incentivize them with, with, I suppose, a little fee fee per item? Or do you talk to them at all about it? Let us know what you think about that this morning. 7.39 almost on News Talk Breakfast with Kira and Shane. Let's take a look at some of the stories hitting the headlines online and in print this morning. Energy crisis adds 60 grand to the price of best insulated homes. That's the headline in the Irish Independent this morning. It's emerged homeowners are now willing to pay up to €60,000 more for energy efficient homes rated B or higher. The latest Irish Independent Real Estate Alliance house price survey shows that a price gap is opening between the most energy efficient homes and those of a B or C rating and below. Sticking with the Independent as the paper reports on the dogs, ducklings and deer that have all led to delays on the M50. Ireland's busiest motorway that encircles Dublin and links with transport arteries to the rest of the country is every day affected by incidents of some kind among them. Uh, dogs, deer, foxes, badgers, ducklings, falling concrete blocks causing up to hour-long closures of sections of the commuter belt. And finally the Irish Daily Mail reporting that almost a million people across the country are using their toilet as a bin. One in five of us. The figure have been released by Irish Water who say this number regularly flush wet wipes and other sanitary items down the toilet. The main culprits for the wrongdoing are people aged below 35. They're twice as likely to dispose flushable wipes down the toilet compared to adults over 35 as Irish Water insists these items whatever marks flushable or not should be disposed of uh, to the bin instead of being flushed down the toilet. The three P's they're the only things that should go down the toilet pee poo and paper nothing else it actually for a second I went I don't know what the third one is but that was the paper okay yeah I actually I find this stuff it really annoys me how can people be so stupid to keep flushing stuff down the toilet yeah I know I do know it's just willful ignorance isn't it well, if they lived in an old house like me, they would get over themselves pretty quickly because my 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 the pipes sewage blocked, would so block easily, instantly. Yeah. Um, but people don't care. They just they actually it's very odd. It's incredibly selfish. It's not odd. It's incredibly Stick it in the bin. selfish. Stick whatever it is you're putting down the toilet in the bin. It's it's not that hard. Now, still to come this morning here on News Talk Breakfast, Jerry the Monk Hutch goes on trial for murder. We'll be bringing you the latest on all of that. That trial kicks off today after eight o'clock. We're also going to be marking Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, of course, October is that month. And up next, though, are we set to see a tsunami of repossessions?